Welcome to episode one of the 643 Podcast, presented by Thirsty Goat Entertainment. My name is Taylor Shaw, and oh, you didn't know, your ass better call somebody. This man here, he goes by the name of Blakey Biceps, and his arms are so big, he can't even turn to wipe his own ass. I do curls twice a week, once in the gym, and once when I'm sitting here talking to you beautiful people doing 12-ounce curls, baby. Then we got my man Ethan Turner. He may have the voice of an angel, but in the morning he'll probably leave you on red. What's popping? Brand new. Oh, probably oh. can't say that. Yeah, better not go <laughs> even further than that. <laughs> Fellas, baseball. Baseball right now is to me. Let's put yourself in your childhood. You're going on your first beach vacation. You're in the car. You're with your family. You're going over that bridge. And you, you can see the beach and the ocean and the waves and the people on the beach. And it's right there. Like, you can run to it, right? But then you got to go to your hotel, your condo, whatever you're in. You got to unpack. You got to get groceries. And you got to go to, you know, to the grocery store with your parents because you're too damn young, you know, to stay in the condo by yourself. Right, right, right. yeah. So you have to do all this stuff before you get to the beach. You don't get to the beach like four o'clock. You're pissed off. Pit. Oh my god, it's just tearing at you, right? Yeah. And then six o'clock. Oh, let's go to dinner. You're there for two hours. That's where I'm at yeah. with baseball. And, you, and yeah. you're just trying to make sandcastles. Right. Right. That's where I'm at with baseball. Right. Absolutely. Now. Like I can see it. It's there. I'm in the car. But we're not sure yet. And you know what? <laughs> you know what's convenient about this? Baseball's not here, and we're down in uh, southern Indiana, northern Kentucky area, and. Spring is barely even showing its face right now. Like it is not even baseball weather, and we're on May sixth right now. We we've got a couple good days, uh, a couple really shitty days. Obviously, like you know, yesterday I, I almost thought it was snowing when it was misting in yeah. forty two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not so not during fun. pandemic, some bad weather. You know, it's it's hard to to stay positive, but there is that ray of hope right now. We're on the baseball. horizon. It's gonna happen. I I think we got some good things. You know, to break it down in a timeline. Uh, we had uh, the thought of a remote bubble city season first pop up. Right. And I think that was on the coattails of the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that's where that was stemming from. And the NBA, I think, can probably pull that off. Absolutely. Given the people, uh, they don't have the amount of players and people involved. Right. Um, and all they have to do is finish a playoff, really, yep. in theory. Um yeah, we're trying to execute an entire season. Yeah, yeah, baseball, we're in a different situation right now. Um, we we got to get through an entire season. We're talking more players, more people involved. Um, in the demographic, if you if you think, like NBA, uh, a lot of single guys, honestly. Young, yeah. single people. Uh, probably not kids. If you are married, right. probably don't have a lot, a lot of, of kids. baseball players, married families. Um, baseball players, you're in your prime from, what, 26 to 30? 32 yeah at least at least yeah. i mean so you're talking kids families multiple oh, absolutely multiple children uh so a lot of the dudes i think kind of scoffed off at that and said you know i want to be with my family i mean you got guys expecting kids during this shout out you That's you're right. about to expect a kid about three <laughs> weeks man well, about three go. weeks another cubs fan will be born yes uh but yeah so i think that got kind of washed off and i don't really blame them honestly because i will I, say though i will say the players are going to want to play because as of right now there's four plus billion dollars in salary to be paid this year and if they don't play the new bargaining agreement they just agreed on gets split to every major league baseball player and it's 170 million dollars and it ends at the end of may so if we're not playing by the end of may the little bit of change they've got paid 
That's it. And I know these guys, you know, you're Mike Trout, got $400 million, or yeah, $400 million on the line. You're going to want to play some baseball. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, the thing is, it is going to get played. I think we all agree on that. Yeah. Absolutely. And after the, you know, remote bubble city season was kind of disregarded, um, we, we kind of moved into this new era of thought with um, the first time I saw it was uh, Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw the same thing, but he's the first person to come out and give the idea of uh, the, the three division, 10 team uh, discussion plans that right. he yeah, believed that. were happening. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we're talking start late June, no later than July. Um, is it 100? Did they decide on it's 100? The, they games? want 80 to 100. 80 to 100. Yeah. 100 100's ideal. And I kind of like the breakdown on it. You figure, say you did a 100-game season, and you did 10 teams per division, three divisions. The idea what they had was two three-game series against each of the nine opponents in your division. That's 54 of the games right there, just in your division. Okay. And they're potentially talking about playing games in Phoenix, Dallas, or Tampa, which each of those states has five ballparks an hour apart. That's if they did that. But now it sounds like they're probably talking about playing at home ballparks. I think right now, as it stands, it's the three division. It's the ten teams uh, splitting the divisions geographically up. somewhat Correct. close together. And that's what I was about to say is I think the alignment that they're going with East, Central, West. West. Yep. That allows you to cut down on travel. Right. So I only. Think so I, I've pulled up an article from Sports Illustrated. I was scrolling on Twitter and found it, um, and was reading into it. The only teams that really would suffer from that would be Houston and Texas because they would be in the West, and you're still almost every other West team is in California. Yeah, I, I so think the travel your, gets their a travel more would be a lot more than your no. Your, all well, your you know what signs are coming to you. I mean, is it really going to be that stressful? On <laughs> and you? here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, uh, but yeah. So I think with that cutting down the travel, and like you said, some teams, you know, will. We'll have the short end of the stick there, right? Uh, but you can, but do you can play just, in your home ballpark in that sense. Yeah, and just, and just like now, I mean, you go on a West Coast road trip, you're not spending three days out there. You're no, gonna go out there for two days. weeks. Yeah. So then, Houston just knocks out a bunch of road games at one time and goes play a bunch of home games at one time. Right. I, I don't think it's that. So big do we want to break down for everyone here what the the division lines look like? You know, your yeah, yeah. So you us. got you got the East would be uh, Baltimore, Boston, Miami. The Mets, the Yankees, uh, the Philly, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Toronto, and the Washington. Well, so sorry, <clears throat> World Series winning Washington Nationals. <laughs> the Nets. Then your central division. Ooh, can, I, can I say yep. something yep. about the East there? Yeah. Give me all the games against the Orioles, the Pirates. <laughs> the oh. Marlins <laughs> as a Red Sox fan yeah give we, me all those games baby absolutely give me all we, of them. <laughs> like that I mean if you're on the east uh, there's like three if you're a top team in the east you're like licking your lips three teams you're jump, ready to feast three teams jump off the plate like right off the bat to me would be the Yankees um probably the Phillies and then the Blue Jay, no, no, sorry, not the Blue Jays, the, the Rays. Yeah, you gotta have the Rays mm-hmm. in there. They've won ninety those, plus. Yeah, those and, three, mm-hmm. those three teams right there. Other than that, like you're looking at, 
I'm saying teams that are barely over 500. You're already if, counting the Nats out? I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. They lost one piece, but okay. I don't know. I just it's, it's the Nats. Like they, they did it last year for they finally did it, and then I just don't know. And here was what is interesting: you do name off those top three teams, and I do not disagree with that because I think that's just that's just what the stats say. I mean, that, those are records that you're talking right there. Um, but as someone like in the Red Sox shoes, who more right. right now like were viewed as underdogs, maybe contenders, maybe yes, yeah, right, right there. Yeah. Here's the thing about this: is it gives you a glimmer of hope if you are in that position, right. or even if you're the Orioles or you know the Marlins. It's like the season isn't going to be normal. Adjustments have to be made. Maybe some people don't make the adjustment as well as others, yeah. and you sneak up on people and win this division. You yeah, know what I mean? It's a short enough season that if you come out on a hot start, you don't have so much time to screw it up. Exactly. You're going to be way yeah. out front, and if you keep riding it out, there might be a couple That's Cinderella teams to sneak about in. The MLB season in general is you got to be on point for 162 games. Yep. And that is difficult. Yeah, how many times we see a team come out the gate and they might be projected last in the division and they're they're leading the division by 10 games a month and a half into the season and then they're 15 games back at the end of the season. I mean, that's just that's what happens in a 162 game season. You don't no matter how hot you start or how hot you end, you got to play 162 games day in and day out. Right. So uh We'll move on to the the central, ooh, which would be Atlanta Braves. I'd say what the central is attractive, yeah, just in terms of baseball. Yeah, Atlanta Braves, Chicago Cubs, the White Sox, cool Cubs, Cincinnati Reds, Cleveland, uh, Detroit, Kansas City, Milwaukee, Minnesota, and St. Louis. Brutal, absolutely I, brutal. The well, only yeah, uh, team that like, there's a couple teams that are there's. Maybe th- there's three teams out of all that's irrelevant in my opinion, which would be sorry the Kansas, Tigers, City, Kansas City, Detroit, and the White Sox. I'm, well, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm they on the White Sox. Mo- they spent money, they spent man, money, but the, no. I, I'm not totally off the White Sox. But like, the, literally, the only team that was like, eh, when you were reading that list was Detroit. Yeah. Other other than that, it was like, ah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you don't know what the Indians are going to do. I mean, they lost, you know, two of their starting pitchers. The Indians like, have been best. like so. And they didn't know. Uh, like, and normally people would count them in because they're in a weak division. Right. Well, that, right. that just changed. <laughs> Bauer's so. gone. So is Kluber. Yeah. And then they still don't know what they're going to do with Lindor. Right. In the oh, sense of, are they, they, they might trade a midseason. That's everything. What about the deadline? And yeah. you're going to see an yeah. insane deadline this year. So, but then every other team there, the Braves playoff team, Cubs, you know, they've been, they didn't make it last year. But they're, the they're around. But yeah, the they're talent. there. I Brewers mean, made the playoffs. Brewers Cardinals made the playoffs. playoffs. Twins made the playoffs. The Reds have completely. The Reds have revamped. Yeah, their team. I mean, they're they, in a situation. They're going for it. So yeah, like, they, they spent money, which is so that, unheard of for them. That's going to be brutal, right there. Yeah, the Central. Uh, just, I, I think as an outsider looking in here, I said on the East, like those are games that I'm like, I'm gonna tune into those. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm gonna yes. tune into those games. Yeah. Uh, so let's move to the West. You have. Arizona, Colorado, Houston, uh, the Angels, Dodgers, Oakland, San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, and Texas. So, again, it's like the East. There's a few teams yeah. there that pop off, and then everything else. Yeah, I would say Central's your top dog, Absolutely. East, West. Yeah, yep. I would put the West uh, at the bottom just because, I mean, 
and not like those rankings even matter. I'm not saying yeah, that, yeah, but it's but just like if you want. To obviously, the them. Dodgers are primed to be the best team in baseball on paper. Yeah, 100. Yeah, in um, the, the asterisks. I mean, Astros. They they should be up there. They'll be good again. Yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, but it's just. Yes, did they cheat? Absolutely, but were they still? They Is still the talent talented? there? Absolutely. Yes, they're a very talented yeah. team. Yeah. So even then, though they shouldn't be playing this season, but yeah, we'll get the into Angels. That. Like it's another one of those teams, like the Nationals. Like the talent's always there. When are they going to put it together? Hey, they got my man Joe Madden. And then they, I mean, they get Rendon from the Nationals. Yep. Yeah, and the thing about Joe Madden too is like, it's not like he was fired for bad performances per se. It was no, just it was like just it was stale. It was his time to go. Yeah, it was stale. No matter how. I mean, it was like Theo Epstein leaving Boston. He'd been there long enough. Yeah. He needed to stale. They just go to his next life. project. I mean, yeah. It's just, and so, like, you're talking about a good, you know, manager who has the pedigree going into a situation where you have the best player in baseball and a lot of good pieces around him too. I mean, the Angels are they, – they're right there too. Right. So, in that same article I, that I found on Sports Illustrated, so they were taking that – those three-division, ten-team thing and kind of broke it down even further as far as to, like, take in the, the account of Texas and Houston having to travel all the way – out west so what they did then this article was took the east broke it into two subdivisions two five team divisions one being the red sox mets yankees phillies and blue jays and then the south subdivision would be the orioles marlins pirates rays and nationals so there you're cutting down and travel even further Mm -hmm. and then the central they would add two teams to it so it would you would have 12 teams in the central would be the so the one division would be the north would be the Cubs, Reds, Indians, Tigers, Brewers, Twins, and then your south division being the Braves, White Sox, Royals, Astros, Cardinals, and Rangers. So they put the two Texas teams more towards the central because it's closer to travel to I would say it's like you know Kansas City well, and St. Louis. The Astros played in the yeah, NL the, Central, yeah. anyways. I mean, yeah. And then the West would be only eight teams with. Colorado, Oakland, San Francisco, and Seattle in one division. Arizona, L- both LA teams, and San Diego in the other. Okay, so you're just pulling two from the West, put them in the, the right. central is all they're doing, and then just kind of breaking it down more. And that's not like – is that something that's been talked about? Is that what that article I, said? I don't know if that – no, it hasn't been actually discussed through like Major League Baseball, I don't think, but it's just a theory he has, theory he has to make it a little better and to like expand even further talking about you know playoff. His, his thought would be – you know, you take the top two teams out of each subdivision, and that gives you. Uh, let's see. So that would make six divisions. That would give you twelve playoff teams. Yeah. Well, here, <clears throat> let's start here. Normal season. How many playoff teams we got? Ten total. Yeah. Like on ten in, in a normal si- in a normal season, and so that's you got your division winners and two wild cards from each. Then the uh, two wild yes. cards play each other. And, yeah. Okay. So then they would. Bump it up to 12 here? Yeah, which he was going on just based off of how the MLB is already wanting to expand the playoffs. So oh, that's you're right. already You're Holy already – <laughs> I honestly forgot about that. Which yes, it's yes, not – Which the, the playoff expansion isn't like set right. in stone, but it's just an idea. So he was – Well, if this is a season to try stuff, this is it. Right. Yeah. If you want to try some things, uh, this is absolutely season Well, yeah, this it. is where we're still see- – uh, this will be the first season of three batter minimum, and it's going to happen in the most insane <laughs> season right. in baseball history. Right. But, yeah, playoffs um, – If anything wanted to save Manfred's ass, 
this is the season. Not probably. Because yeah. every rule change he's made that's pissed everybody off. No Everybody's forgot about. It. We're so desperate for baseball. We just want baseball. Make it happen, man. Right. All right, man. Fraud. You got. You got a chance to do something right. Let's play some ball. Uh, so, just in terms of, uh, like the playoffs in a general sense, not necessarily you know predicting teams or anything like that. Um, has anything been discussed about like within this format of a season? What, what do the playoffs, the playoffs look, look like? like in terms um, of everywhere I've looked? No, nope. going to be there's some theories, but I they think it's definitely going to be an expanded playoff. But I'm not really seeing anything set in stone. Well, I'm also thinking logistically here right. in terms of the playoffs. So I've also heard some like Super Bowl type stuff where you where have like you're in one central location, central location, and you play these games in one place and kind of blow it up and make it an event. You know, right. Um, instead of, you know, traveling back and forth and, you know, risking those travel miles and hours and stuff like that. Well, I did read one scenario where, you know, all this clearly is affected by COVID-19. And there's been talks like, what if they start the season up and a second wave of COVID comes and stops True. it again, which is always a possibility. Which MLB, they want to have a playoff no matter what. So if a second wave's come, they've even talked about doing a huge tournament to where more or less half the league would get in and they would play like four game series and then from beginning to end you each opponent you play is a four game series best out of four go on so then you're almost getting into like march madness yeah it's going to be a bracket is, scenario like that which would I mean, be insane awesome. i mean i'm cool then <laughs> if we want to just give everybody a playoff chance right now and start it now let's let's make it happen I uh, mean, yeah i mean if we're ever going to play with anything now's the season to do it yeah, so, like, this guy was talking about playoffs, so saying, you know, under his structure, you could take the top two teams out of each subdivision, which would give you 12 playoff teams. Right. But if you didn't want to do it that way, you could do it exactly – there's six divisions, you know, in, in baseball already. Right. So you could take the same thing, the division winner, and then two wild cards from each. And then it would be the exact same playoff format. be the exact format. same playoff format. True. That makes the most sense. If yeah. You're going to keep things as normal if as you possible. Have three divisions, but then, but then you get into the tra then you get into travel because, like, your wild card game. What do you do? So, like, say that your wild card teams, one's from the east and one's from the west. Well, there's already talks. Like, I think it's. I think everybody's going to play in their. I home, think at that point, I think we're playing our home ballparks. But I think when playoffs start, it's a one game. If you can travel, I, I think. I think it's inevitable they're going to play in a neutral ballpark. Yeah, I think that's right. so. I don't think travel is going to matter. You're both going to go to a neutral ballpark and play your whole series like, in one ballpark. Super Bowl style. Yeah. That's like, what I think we're not going to get away from that. I think that's what's going to happen. There's yeah. just so many reports out there, which they said they're going to come. An uh, MLB insider claims that next week we're going to have an announcement from baseball, which makes sense because, like I said, the players are only getting paid through the end of May. And they're going to want some sort of insight about what their future holds. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to money. Oh, and then here's something to just put in the back of your head here. So every organization in baseball right now has made it to where they're paying all of their employees right now full salary through May 31st. And everybody in baseball says that that date is not an accident. They That's their what they're set right. in stone because they plan on baseball happening Sometime around the end of May, which kind of makes sense with the whole June 10th Correct. Spring, training spring training report. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Spring training two, yep. June 10th. Uh, 
three weeks of spring training, followed by July 1st, opening day. Which, I mean, can we just talk about that date for a second? Opening day, July 1st. Let's back it up. Let's just... Back it up three days and let's just do it on well, America's birthday. But Come I think on. it, I, I, I think it like coincides with that. So like June fir- July first is technically the first what? series of baseball. Uh, is it Thursday? It's a th- Wednesday, I believe. I looked it up the other day. I think it's a Wednesday. Well, we got it. Wednesday, Thursday. Call it what you want. Uh, but it, it's a Wednesday. So if you start off with a so if that's your opening day. Think about it. Your right. your big series. Well, what you're you would do is to, what you would do is almost like opening day. You'll just go ahead and start everybody off with a four-game series out the gate. Make opening day July 1st and then take a day off July 2nd. That opens you up for a three-game series for the third, fourth, and fifth. Biggest holiday in America and the best sport in America. I mean, a little bit of beer and apple pie, and buddy. Celebrating America. We're coming off. No sports. Yeah. Baseball. On America's birthday. You're talking... One night oh. game. You're talking one night game a year. Oh, the fireworks were lit enough just to have one game. I'm watching the Sandlot right now. There you head. go. There you, you go. <laughs> I, got I you. mean, I'm just. I mean, a little bit, little bit of chewing tobacco, tilt twirl action, <laughs> throw, throw some up. dogs on the grill. Yeah, dude. Boy. It's, I'm telling. It's like romantic thinking mm. about that July Fourth opening weekend where we've been starving for for sports. Yeah, and to come out like that. July 4th, baseball. It's perfect, I mean, man. It's perfect. It, it's perfect. It really is perfect. And, you know, I do with, um, you know, talking about, like, trying stuff in terms of, you know, we, we already have a wonky season, right? And and we I think we can clearly say fans are done for the most part. Mm, I'm, I'm not so sure. That's the first the half of the season, at least. Yeah, possibly. Probably. Yeah. Give us mic'd up. Oh, absolutely. Why not? Just give us I mean, mic'd up. Isn't that the best part of the All Star game? Is when they mic up the, the All Star game and think it's spring or the training. batters. Yeah, spring oh, training, training too. But it started. I just remember it started yeah. in the All Star game. But yeah, I remember Anthony Rizzo. He's up to bat, and they asked him what pitch was coming, and he made a good guess. And I think they threw him a fastball. He hits it in the gap. It's a double. And they're like, "Well, how'd you know?" He said, "Oh man, I heard the banging of the trash can." <laughs> well, then, then like you know, Mookie was two years ago. Uh, oh, that was great. The Red Sox and someone you know just smashed one on a rope out to right. Right. And it's spring training. He wasn't really going after it. He knew he wasn't getting. It. He's, He's like, like uh, "Yeah, boys, I'm not getting I'm this. I'm not getting this." <laughs> Which is great, but like, if you want to try stuff like that, oh yeah, well yeah, try but- it. Give me mic'd up. I mean, what else you got? I mean. Try some wonky stuff. Yeah. Yep. I mean, why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Because yeah. this is the time to do it. Anything that you've been thinking about doing or trying out, just go ahead and do it. I mean, I'm not saying the season is going to be a wash right. by any means. It's going to count and it's going to be important. Um, but since we're dealing with adjustments and we're dealing with change, if you want to try something, do it. I think another cool thing we're going to see too, because – Let's just be honest. There's not going to be minor league baseball this year. Like, they're just going to scratch this season. There's no way there's going to be minor leagues. So, a cool thing we're going to see is with your tip, your typical September call-ups, you're going to see them right out the gate. There's True. going to be expanded rosters. And any big prospect anybody's wanted to see, he's going to be sitting in your clubhouse ready to play day in and so day So, do out. they – I mean, the season's going to be shortened. So, what they usually have – you have 25, I think, is what it used to be. Yeah, and they expanded the, now to 27 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 27 or 28, I can't remember. So, do you just allow teams to bring their entire 40-man? 
I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's possible, and especially because, you know, you're going to get into a situation where you're going to be playing more games in consecutive Yeah, you're going to be looking – yeah, yeah, I'm sure we're going to see a so lot of double headers. headers. Yeah, so you're going to want expanded rosters. So you're going to bring up some guys who, you know, not only the fringe guys who are flirting AAA MLB, you're going to be bringing up the guys to play in those spots – where you looked at them before all this happened and said, you're just a AAA player right now. Right. right. They're well, going to the thing, get a chance to show themselves. Here's something else you have to look at, though. I, I would say it's going to go 40-man because my whole philosophy behind that is there's not going to be no send-downs and call-ups. Right. You, you the, the start of the season, you're going to name your roster, and that's who you're dealt with the rest of the season. But here's where that gets really crazy is a guy that's never been there before, you bring him up now, you're cutting into your MLB service time, and what does that do as far as contract? That'll wise? get hairy. That's yeah, where it I, gets real, you know. Because like once you, a lot of teams really like to do that. I mean, the and Cubs I mean, did it with yeah, Chris I mean, Bryant. Bryant. They held him out. I mean, they they won 99 games in 2015 and made it to the playoffs, and they held him out the entire first month of the season to get one extra year of service time out of him. Right. If they would have started him out the gate. Who's to say he wouldn't? They wouldn't have won 105, 106 games and won the division, which wouldn't really mattered anyways. But that just shows you how desperate teams are to keep a guy an entire extra year. It's a it's a business decisions. But I don't know as far as contracts go coming into this season. I, I have no speculation. Yeah, I don't even no know idea. what to think about what Manfred is going to agree with. Which yeah, I, I mean, you look, how many guys just signed new contracts this year? What's well, going to happen? I can, oh, yeah, I can throw one out there for you right now off the top of my head. This is uh, Castellanos for the Reds. He signed a four-year deal, three- to four-year deal, but he has the option to back out after one season. Right. So when we get – we're only – say they – July of next year, they say count. Con- yeah, say contracts are not going to change. We get, you know, half a season out of them, and he can leave. I almost think – Well, this, I mean, this has to count as a season. Oh. If they're going to crown a champion and play this out. Yeah. It counts. Yeah. Which players that are getting older, you know, look at Joey Votto. He's coming out of the tail end of his prime. He's going to want to play this year. I mean, oh, absolutely. It's just I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do about contracts. I think I think Taylor's right. I think you're going to pay him their, their full service time. As far as players in current MLB contracts, as as far as guys getting called up, I don't know. I That'll guess get hairy, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It will. Like, do they get MLB contracts? But everybody, but know. it's kind of even. Everybody's got to do it, so right. I, it is exactly. what it is. I don't know. I say you just, you know, you count it, and then you, that just negates, you know, everything. I know it, like it sucks. The circumstances suck, but you know, at the same time, if everybody has to do it, it sucks for everybody. Yeah, and like these are just, you know, these are the logistics that I think it's why we're seeing this not announced yet. Right, I think that's why it all out. you know the Ploof tweets, yep. the Nightingale tweets, the stories are floating and they're coming around and people are, are starting to leak them. But I think a lot of this logistical stuff with rosters and contracts and service times, this is why the official announcement isn't here yet. Right, but I think we're we're, we're literally we're, on the horizon. I'm coming. sure Major League Baseball's got a set date right now. They're just in the matter of figuring all this other. I mean, there's just a few things it's we signed all, in papers. Yeah, there's a few things we brought is. up, and Lord knows how much other stuff they have to figure out to get this going. I mean, yeah, it's just about signing papers and getting official and making sure the you know the players' association agrees to it as well. Right. And once all that stuff gets wrapped up, another I think thing we have to an think of. I actually seen this just happen. This is what really 
makes me know or gives me confidence based on what's going to happen this year. MLB had just come up with an agreement for the umpires union. I mean, they had to make they had to get with the umpires and be like, hey, yes, are yep. you guys okay with this to do this season? The umpires, yes. whatever they discussed, said, yes, we're going to have a season. Or we'll, we agree to your terms. So there's a whole other labor union just for the umpires, and they've already agreed to the MLB. So you know there's where there's smoke, there's fire. Right, and I saw that too. It was John – oh, what's his last name? Is it Heyman? Or John Heyman. Yeah. John Heyman. He, he put that out and like – it, I read it once, and then it like slapped me in the face. Right, like that's kind of like, oh, how I was. Oh wait, what? Uh, I'm like, oh, that's low key. And I'm like, oh wait, that's wait, a, that's a big deal. They just agreed to terms for 2020 season. Yeah. So it's like, okay, they haven't announced the season yet, but that right there, damn near. Because you need umpires. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, that's like, that's damn huge. Near announces it. Absolutely. So then, but so here's a one thing that I thought about is like. As far as you know, your season goes. Um, are they going to test players every every like so? Say like the Reds travel to Pittsburgh or something, or well, not Pittsburgh because so they travel to Chicago, and then they make it back home for another series. Do they get tested to see if they have you know COVID every every that road was, trip? That was a big part of kind of their plans, right? I, in terms of what I saw. They want a very strong testing ability, I, I guess you would. Yeah, and I've, I've seen reports as far as COVID, actual COVID tests because you look at it a bunch of ways. So they've talked about a shortage as far as testing goes yeah. in the country. But also we know through the steroid scandal, baseball's got the technology to come up with a test very fast. Oh, I absolutely. think there's no way – they can't develop enough tests for these players day in and day out. Yeah. But they're also I've seen where they've talked about like a smart thermometer type technology. Just checking to see temps, which I'm not gonna get we're not right, yeah. we're not experts. We're not getting right. depth as far as COVID goes. But you know, you know as long as you have a normal temperature, yeah. which they we do say with that they every say day when we you go know, to work. Like right. We, we, yeah, yeah, we I get mean, scanned every yeah. day when we go to oh, work. My my work office just put like this camera in that literally detects your body temperature when you yeah. walk through the door. That's, that's, what, what, we yeah. that's what we do. We got they like look at it's, our eyeballs. Yeah, it's pretty in a cool. Certain way. So I mean, like in terms of that, I think that will be relevant. Yeah, that'll be prevalent. Um, but I do think testing in terms of if someone does have a fever, or you know, if someone does have a cough, then I think they want testing available. Right. You know, very quickly, and then I think once that happens, I think they do plan on like testing the entire team right that's a whole nother so, can so of worms, here's the thing right here's yeah. the thing and then it, it does get hairy yeah that's that. where we well even with the whole expanded rosters thing we're talking about what do you do when you're running out of guy well i mean we don't want that to happen right I'm absolutely not even gonna, i'm not even gonna suggest that but you have a guy go down because he's got a fever he might not even have covid but because of precautions you know right. he, he can't play out for two weeks yeah well, what do you do about your your roster you could be losing guys for two weeks just from a common cold because we have to take these steps to keep everybody so safe here's, and here's my solution to that. Most players, managers, most managers now are fairly young. They're not young, young, but they're you know we're starting to see the wave it's, it's of, of a, a younger, yeah. younger, younger manager. Okay, so keep your owners and GMs away from the players because you know they say this virus doesn't really affect you know healthy middle like middle aged to younger people. So like I know it's. It, Say some one of the players does get it. As long as if they pass it to another player, you're really not hurting 
that much. I mean, they're probably going to kick it. So if you're wanting to, like, make sure you're not spreading it to people that's going to affect, you know, keep the GMs and the, the presidents and, you know, your, your I definitely guys think your front office away. guys – we're going to have to take team. precautions and keep them away from the team. But also, yeah. if a guy tests positive, get him out. Get well, him yeah, you have team. to get him away. But, like, at least you're not you just have to. You're not exposing yeah, it to I, someone. I, I don't think owners should be in the clubhouse fraternizing no. with the players. That that we need MLB should put in some rules to prevent Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be very blocked off. The, the, the yeah. amount of uh, people well, they still, the, are they still curious, doing the, 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 are they the still doing the proposed do, yeah. you know? the amount of people in the dugout the press it's going to be very blocked well out. are they still going to put people in the dugout or are they still doing that proposed thing where they everyone's got to sit in the stands yeah, it's all hearsay I, I don't think that's happening away. anymore yeah. I think that was more like the remote bubble well, city so many, phase we were in well and that was I mean we look at what this was like a month ago we're at a whole different ballpark now I mean their, their state's fully opening up right now yeah that's they don't have any restrictions correct so if you come to Kentucky, you better wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> but we can cross the river and at least get our hair cut in a few days. We're all looking kind of rough. We need to get a trim. Nah, I'm letting it flow. No, we're flow, bro. Right. Let it flow. <laughs> you guys yeah, rock man. the flow. Mark my words. The flow will continue oh, until, absolutely. until the Reds win a playoff game. Oh, boy. Yikes. Yeah, you better hope there's an expanded playoff. Woo, boy. We're doing it. We are doing it. <laughs> I've tried to talk him into this the last five seasons. Now he conveniently wants to do it. <laughs> hey. I don't hate you for it. I'd say rock it. Let's go. I mean, you said it on it's recorded, so. Yeah. You, yeah. You <laughs> I mean, it's done. I was going to do the beard, too, but then, like. Now, do they have to play in a playoff game or get a playoff win? Playoff win. Like a series win? We'll go series win. Ooh. Because we've had a couple playoff wins. All right. Okay. I'll go series win. I was going to let you slide on just winning. Yeah. Or I was going to make a slide just <laughs> making it to this. Go, go big. Even if they allow the, the whole league in the playoff, I was going to let it slide, but whatever. Yeah, we were going to rock the, the playoff beard too, but then I did one of those COVID in-home cuts. Didn't, oh, didn't yeah. turn out well. And I went with the old, the old Fu Manchu here, the, the Fu Manchu. So you going to let the facial hair grow too? Uh, No. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock this uh, the mustache all summer long. It's gonna be a summer thing over here. Mustache looks good. I'm gonna keep good. it keep it trimmed up and rocking that looks stash good. stash life, good. summer stash. You're looking like the uh, ginger James Hatfield right now. Absolutely. Step inside. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Taylor. Being a Red Sox fan, yes, sir. Your fanhood goes pretty deep, right? Oh, it we're does. going we're going here. So. Uh, what do you feel about this Red Sox investigation? So fucking cheaters. They <laughs> so so Manfred investigates the Red Sox. I'm about to start wringing my hands over here. In the same instance as, <laughs> as, as they did the Astros, right? And basically, from what they found, they uh, they suspended our, our man, our, our, our good buddy uh, T.J. Watkins for a season. Uh, for anybody who knows who TJ Watkins is, we didn't either. Uh, he's the video, <laughs> Honestly, he is the video replay operator. Honestly, that for might the Red be Sox. how less you don't know him because I think his name is JT. No, I think it's no, it's is it TJ? TJ no, I think it's JT. JT. I is it JT? I, I don't know. We're gonna have to fact check. <laughs> but that. Hey, fact but check. Listen, Here we go. That only like proves your point, right? And then <laughs> and then the Sox lose a second round pick, which is but. probably the. The worst thing that could happen to them at this point is Cora suspended for a year, but so all I did was all I did was Google search Red Sox. First thing that pops up, Red Sox cheating. So we got TJ or JT. Damn, that hurts, man. That hurts. All right, uh, oh, I still haven't found is it. Is it yet. Justin Timberlake Watkins or Timberlake we're, we're Justin Watkins? We're rolling here. Let me read. Mm. JT, 
JT. Okay. It is but JT. I know it proves your point. Yeah. How well this dude is yeah, not exactly. known. So they lose Cora for a year, but they they canned him for now anyways, but it couldn't happen at a more convenient time. So uh, how do you feel about this? Well, uh, let's. I guess let's just start with Cora uh, because the report came out that Alex Cora is they're upholding upholding his suspension yeah. for an entire year. Correct. Um but Which this counts made, as his year of service time regardless of correct, what happens. It does. Um but they did make it very clear. They said he is he is suspended for only the doings on the, the Houston Astros. Right. No wrongdoings. Well yeah, they from him see, yeah, on the Red Sox. Right. And here is just what's incredibly frustrating. So if Alex Cora, obviously in the wrong at Houston, that's fine. We can agree to that. Correct. You can tell me that. Yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah. That's fine. And we all get it. Uh, but if nothing was found in the Red Sox organization and no players were found of doing anything wrong Correct. in the Red Sox organization, and all you got to tell me was JT Watkins, our replay coordinator, is the only person who's doing something wrong. You know what that is? That's a scapegoat. Yep. That's an absolute scapegoat. Had to blame and somebody. all you yep. wanted to do was find something. Because all that was going on is we're living in the replay era. Yeah. The replay yeah. era yeah. started around, what, 14, 15? We're talking guys who use the replay system to figure out, uh, you know, pitch... Uh, well, a fair foul ball, even. I mean, anything. I mean, yeah. It just you know, your your pitch calls between pitcher and a catcher. So, you're breaking that down. You're going in the next game, and you're using that information. Yeah. Right. It, everyone's doing it, and that's I why mean, you're seeing. You're getting into like doing it by inning, though. Like you would watch an inning. They would go. I think that's Correct. where they were talking. Like, well, yeah, I think the, that's what they were going well, the for. Live feed was he would go into the clubhouse, review watch. that last inning, and come back out and be yeah. like, "Hey, this is the science." Wait, the next inning, they'd be on it. Right. Correct. Which Correct. And I blame MLB for this anyways because if anybody doesn't know, the, know this, players typically they're going to go into a cage, they're going to be hitting off a tee or something. In the live feed of the game, they're literally watching the pitcher to get Correct. his timing right. Anybody Correct. with a half of a brain can watch an MLB game live, and you're going to start to figure out a guy's signs because the camera's pointed right at the Correct. crotch. Why do you the think catcher. they change them every Right. Game. So I blame MLB <laughs> for allowing this to even go on. To you should not allow feeds in a clubhouse. The game should not be in there. I'm Correct. I'm sorry. Like, Absolutely. How did they do it 50 years ago? They went in the clubhouse, hit off maybe hit off a tee. They weren't watching the game on TV. So I blame MLB honestly, probably more than the Red Sox. The Red Sox just used what was it to their disposal. And that that's seriously the thing. I mean, they were doing everything that every other team was doing. And I know I'm the Red Sox fan saying, well, everyone was doing it. Right. I know it sounds like shitty coming for me, but the thing is, you want to know the proof that no one cares that they were doing that is because there are no MLB players dragging the name of Alex Cora or any Red Sox players. Correct. If they really had a problem with it, they would be dragging the name of the Red Sox organization oh, just like they dragged the, the Houston Astros, Astros organization. Yep. Yeah. That's the difference. If you want to know the difference, if you don't know baseball and you don't really understand what was going on there, because I get it, you know, baseball isn't our everyday sport. Uh, and, and you might not understand the difference between what went on with Houston and what went right. on with the Red Sox. But there's one thing you can point to. It's that players don't give a shit about what the Red Sox did, but they are dragging the Houston Astros organization for what they did. Absolutely. And that's the difference. Absolutely. But did they only give a shit because Houston got busted for it before Boston? 
Well, no, yeah. I think they would have been harder on the Red Sox because of the iWatch situation I, in 2017. I, I don't think know, they were really doing something. I'm just giving you shit about it. I don't know, though. <laughs> really I, doing I don't know, though. I'm curious if Alex Cora's name didn't get brought up with the Astros. Would we even be having this conversation about the about Red Boston? Sox? They wouldn't even look into Boston no. if Alex Cora was not their no. manager. The only reason they did was because of Cora. They're like, well, you know what? Cora did this. Let's look at the team. Well, I, will, now? I, I will give you an interesting tidbit about that. Yes, you are correct. If Alex Cora does not manage the Red Sox, I don't think they get brought up. No. Um, if Alex Cora managed the fucking White Sox. Same shit. They would be <laughs> investigated. investigated right? Right? That, to prove that point, look and look at the Mets. Carlos Beltran. Beltran gets hired. Exactly. His name gets brought up, fired. Any other investigation into the Mets? No, because he's gone. Yeah. Yep. And, but there is another interesting little uh, like side show here. Uh, Evan Drellich covered the Red Sox. Yeah. I don't know how many years. Okay. Uh, but he also left that market and covered Houston. Right. He then left. Where'd he go? Back to Boston, I said. The assume. Athletic. Oh, okay. Got you. Oh. What company broke the story? The, the Athletic. athletic. Got you. So he knew all this was going on all along, and he's like, well, you know what? I'm going to get my name out there. What so there's your snitch. Guy. There's your guy. What Evan a snitch. Drummond. I mean, for what the Astros did deserve to get snitched on. Let's be honest. Yeah, but I yes, mean, I'm I glad. Mean, he, no, I'm glad he brought it out because fuck that, fuck the Astros. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad shit. that he brought it out. In, in, I'm in, mad that the Red Sox name gets right. dragged. Yeah, into no, the I bullshit. agree. But like, just to get this out there for people that don't know, stealing signs, part of baseball, always has. Correct. Been. If there's a guy at second base, you know, he hits the devil, steals second, whatever. He's on second base. He's trying to read the catcher signs. That's that's part of his if job. You, yeah, exactly. If and you pick it up as a player, yes, that's okay. And br- take hey, go into the dugout and be like, hey, you know, I saw him do this. He number tipped with- his pitch. It's called tipping pitches. Yeah. If a pitcher does something particularly different on a curveball than he would a fastball, he tipped his pitch. Yeah. He told you what he's doing. So not only do they look at they look at body movement, they look at you know they look they they catcher's to- fingers, what yeah, signal they're anything. throwing. So if you pick that up as a player. Absolutely use it but, to your advantage. But what the Astros were doing, every scenario possible, they were putting into an Excel spreadsheet and created a decoding device to when when they would give there a signal. There was an algorithm. Yeah. yeah. They, they had an algorithm going to where anytime they put a sign up, bam, they could put it in there. It would tell them exactly what pitch was coming. Correct. That's not science selling. That is electronic espionage. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's a whole nother ball game we're talking. We're talking replay era, man. Yeah. We're talking, and there are many reports of Yankees players. Right. It, it's, it's scumbag as it can get. I mean, there's reports of Yankee players who admitted to being part of the replay era. It's not a huge deal. All, And this is what frustrates me about the entire investigation from Manfred and the and MLB is they investigated the Red Sox since about January. Right. And you sat there and you investigated and you interviewed players and you interviewed Cora. And they again. drug this on and, and you on. drug it on and you drug it on. And yeah. what'd you find? That they were doing nothing wrong besides it, it, what was going on in the entire major league right. baseball. Right, and the bullshit about it is, is the Red Sox they go ahead and let go of Cora just because like his name popped up with the Astros. Like, all right, well let, let's get rid of this guy. So clearly they gave a shit what was going on. I mean, and then MLB comes in and well, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and suspend your replay coordinator and we're gonna take your second round pick. Yeah. Fuck you. And like, it's absolutely just a scapegoat situation. Right. It's a joke. And and. I guess parting words for me, the Red Sox fan, is if you think the Red Sox were some 
random rogue team who was using the replay room to get an advantage during baseball games. Not only do you maybe not know baseball, you might just be an idiot. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. But Done. it just – I can see why, you know, it just – Alex Cora comes from Houston, goes to Boston, and what do they do? Win the World Series and win 108 games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I, I mean, that, that right there, just, they're like, oh, I guess we got to look into it. Yeah. And I, you know what? I don't blame But them. from what I remember of that you know, World Series. Like, you know what? Good. Glad you investigated us because now kiss our asses. Right. That we were just because, that fucking dominant. Because do you want to come to Boston? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to come. <laughs> do you want to come to Boston in November? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to come to Boston in October. <laughs> October. But what I get, oh, honestly, if you look back on that World Series, Red Sox weren't just teeing off no. on Dodgers players. They were just, I mean, pff, David would, Price, you, Chris Would you Sale. see Altuve against Chapman? Evaldi that was good that year. That is absurd, man. Like, that whole team was good. Their pitching staff right. was fucking amazing. But you look, you look back at the Astros and their little cheating reign. It was like watching a damn wiffle ball game, dude. They, they were just teeing off ting, on him. Ting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... When you, when you see little five foot nothing Altuve just Altuve yeah. sends the Astros to the World Series. Yeah, yeah he's not. Yeah, yeah, fuck him. He was fucking sitting on Chapman's fucking changeup right there. Yeah, bullshit. He didn't know it was coming. Yeah, there's no way. I, I would like to know the percentage of of changeups that Chapman even throws. Not very many. And, and you know he's throwing a hundred fastball slider. Fastball slider. Yeah. That's that's his shit. And then he throws a changeup and Altuve. And the funny thing was, it. the funny thing was, it was high outside, and he clubs the son of a bitch to left field like it was a freaking lobbed in there to him. Is a joke. But I am glad we went ahead and you know broke down kind of the difference of well, the Red Sox and, and Astros and, because what what really like it only, it doesn't even make me like mad. It almost makes me sad that like since. Uh, the Astros investigation investigation happened so, you know, soon right. to the time right. around the Red Sox yeah. investigation happened that like history when you know people move on and you don't really know what happened is when you look back and you hear that the Astros you're gonna got see them both together and the Red Sox got investigated at the same time. You you just lump it together. Yeah, yeah. but honestly, you're a Red Sox fan. I know that disgust you to know that even happened because if if anybody claimed the Cubs 2016 World Series was tainted I it would piss me off to every bound I can come up with <laughs> right. but from somebody on the outside looking in I don't think baseball looks at the Red Sox remotely even close to how they look at the Astros I mean the Astros look like dog shit like everybody if you're not an Astros fan which I'm sure they've lost fans but if you weren't an Astro fan in the first place they just became the most hated baseball team above the Yankees. Oh, yeah. The, the Red Sox, I honestly, there's so much hatred towards the Astros right now. I don't think people have enough, at least me, I don't have enough hate to hate two teams that much. <laughs> I hate the Astros that much. Well, right like, now. not a lot of people even hate the Red Sox. No. I mean, they're pretty likable. They, they have. <laughs> I mean, dude, let's be honest, the Astros were likable before this. <laughs> they were very likable. Yeah, yeah they, they were. were one of the most. Uh, uh, most aside from likable. the last year's Nats team, they probably were the most likable World Series team in a long time. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, screwed that one. Then up. that comes yeah. out. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now, fuck the Astros. <laughs> you know, that one up. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So uh, I, I, I do want to get into. So we're gonna we're gonna kill that one. Move on to a new topic. I got actually. Oh, hold on. This we're is coming on to this topic. But I got a question for you guys. Okay. So I'm gonna go from one thing to another real quick. So we seen that post on baseball the other day. You shared it. It said, "Would you rather?" Oh. Throw a perfect game, or would you rather hit four oh, home runs in a game? game? 
And we had a little bit of Facebook discussion going back and forth. So, Ethan, what was your pick? Perfect game. And why did you pick it? Absolutely perfect game because, okay, name me. But chicks dig the, do chicks not dig the long ball? They do, but name me the last player in Major League Baseball to hit four home runs in a game. Well, here's the thing. I know where you're going well, with wait, this because I know this. But you know it. You we, should. We know all it. know it yeah. because well, it, I'm pretty sure I, 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 I kind of got something I want to put that's going to back your point up. You look at someone like Dallas Braden, you know automatically that dude threw a perfect game. That yeah. literally named his career. His career was pretty subpar. You knew he threw a perfect game. The four home run game, last word to do it, Scooter did it for the Cincinnati Reds. Not very many people are going to know that. No. Unless you're a That's huge baseball fan, you you're don't know like, Scooter Jeanette hit four home runs. No. You're Dallas Braden, you know the guy threw a perfect game. You know, like you can name pitchers that throw through a perfect game. Oh, yeah. You can't name that many players that has hit four no. home runs in a game. And, and you got to go face 27 batters and get every one of them out without your defense giving up an error and you didn't give up a walk. You come up to the bat, I get it, a pitcher doesn't have to throw at you four times, but... You gave up three home runs in a row as a pitcher. You're gonna be like, "Hey, screw this guy." And I'm, honestly, I'm gonna get him out this time. It wasn't. It wasn't just the recognition thing for me. It was me sitting there thinking, like, "Damn, throwing a perfect game, I think, is a bigger accomplishment than hitting four home runs." In I a think game. so. Because perfect game, like, they're it's fucking hard. But do you know what's even a bigger accomplishment than a perfect game? Don't even fucking go there. Twenty strikeout game. All right. Here we go. Do, do, Here we do, go. Now, do this you, do, is this is a segment we like to call "This Day in Baseball." So, get this: Do you think twenty strikeouts is more impressive, or do you think a perfect game is more impressive? It's just off, okay. off top of your head. Do you, which I do you can't. Think? I can't. Like honestly, like right off the top of my head, I can't make a decision because off the top of my head, without even thinking about it, yeah, I, like no. Which would you rather have? No looking into it. I'm talking like literally just yeah, no, no it breaking down is perfect game. Okay, just be, and oh, I, I didn't think about that because you were perfect. No, the only I'm thing I'm talking about like why or what. Yeah, just, right. In no, my just, mind, just, when as, you hear perfect game, you think that is the like normal that, person. That is the, yeah, that is the di- best stat. You I'll dive into the why person because and, like, I think non baseball fans, right? Because because I think most people most people will think. You know, perfect game. Like, they got every better out. Recorded an out on every person they faced. 27 up, 27 down. Nobody got on base. No errors, no walks. And, like, but your defense was perfect. And it's more, it's more common. Perfect game is more common. There, that's what I'm getting at. There's 23 perfect games in the history of baseball. There's only five. five right? There's only five 20 strikeout games, and Clemens has two of them. Clemens so, has two. Johnson has one. one. Scherzer Wood. has one. Kerry Wood, Max Scherzer. Yeah. yeah. So I think most people just think of the you know you as a as average fan you hear perfect game you're like oh man that's crazy right like that's awesome you hear a twenty strikeout game you're like yeah when's eh. it, yeah you when Scherzer just did it I mean two, was it last year two years ago twenty sixteen was it okay I couldn't think so because we yeah, were talking and that, about and that was the closest since Johnson who did it at one because right. we we were also talking about this a long time ago it was like would we ever see another twenty strikeout game and would we ever see another yeah. three hundred strikeout season and I'm gonna be honest I really never thought we'd see another twenty strikeout game I really did and, and Scherzer did fucking both of them yeah well go ahead and tell us this day in baseball what happened like well May 6, nineteen ninety eight. 20-year-old Kerry Wood comes up to pitch against the Killer Bees of the Houston Astros, which this is a big reason I also call this the greatest game ever pitched over any perfect game. So there's a bunch of different scenarios. He was only 20 years old. He was coming in at his fifth ever start in his career, which we're all in the same season. He had a 5.89 ERA. His stuff was nasty, but he just didn't have good control. He had 12 walks over 18 and 30 innings coming in that game. He goes out to warm up for that game. 
and he claims he didn't throw a single strike. He was just throwing them all over the place. <laughs> so he looks over at his That's manager. It's hard to believe. He looks over at his manager, Jim Riggleman. He's like, I'm not throwing today. Who? Jim oh, Riggleman. Yep. The old Riggs. Riggs, manager Reds. So he looks over at him. He goes, hey, Riggs. He goes, I'm just going to save these for the game, man. He said, I, I don't know how many more of these I got. So he goes out there. The very first pitch of the game, Jerry Mills is the umpire. He drills him with a yeah, 98 he heater. Catcher? Yeah, he well, <laughs> it, missed the catcher's mitt, drills Jerry Mills right in the face, right in the mask. So you think that's going to piss that umpire off right out the gate. Well, kind of another thing that's funny about it is, is their starting catcher didn't even start. They, if you ever want to win a trivia question, ask who caught Kerry Woods' game because it was the backup catcher, it was Sandy Martinez. So – he twenty year old kid comes up against him. He's got to face the killer bees of the Houston Astros. That you know, Craig Biggio, Jeff Bagwell, Derek Bell. Outside of the Juice era, you're talking. Good I mean, God. if it wasn't for the Juice, you're talking three Hall of Famers. Biggio is a Hall of Famer. The other two would probably uh, Bell probably would be in there. Bagwell, absolutely. I would say Bagwell. And yeah. Moises Alou is in that Bagwell stance. Yeah, squats. So. He ended up throwing uh, 20 strikeouts that game. Didn't give up a single walk, which was the most impressive part about that. That's crazy. Yeah. And Kerry Wood, they asked him about his 20 strikeouts. He goes, man, I'm just glad I didn't walk a guy. Gave up zero runs. He only gave up one hit. And his only hit was off Ricky Gutierrez. He hit a little dribbler to the third baseman, Kevin Ory. Smacked his glove. It should have been an easily fielded ball. Thrown the first. And that would have sealed his no-hitter. He did hit. BGO with a pitch at one point in the game, so he did wouldn't have got a perfect game. What inning was the uh, hit? It was it was early on. It was third early. or fourth. Those, yeah. those, it was early. So that doesn't in, hurt. It, it was early. In, well, <laughs> those those damn the, those damn Cubs in one batter. Right. You know, one play. <laughs> <Right>. One play. <laughs> but anyways, it, it was early enough that it was getting later in the game, and they're like, "Oh man, that hit starting to look pretty bad." You know, it, it, yeah. it, it was at Wrigley Field too, so it was our scorekeeper that called it. But uh, he pitched so good that game that. BGO was coming up to bat. He was the second batter of the ninth inning, and he had already had 19 Ks, so BGO would have been his 20th, give him a chance at 21. Clemens had already thrown two of his 20 strikeout games. So he had a chance to get 21. BGO, Hall of Fame player, grounds out to the shortstop, and as he's running back to the dugout, he looks over and smiles at Kerry Wood because he thought he beat him just because he got a ground out. That's how good. That's how good Kerry Wood's that's, shit was. Man, that that's crazy. Yeah, and the and Bill James had a formula. He has a pitching formula. You can look it up. Kerry Wood got 105 on that formula, and to this day, it's never been beat. And the funny thing is, the closest to it was actually Scherzer's 17 strikeout game back in 2017, I think, because that was his no hitter with 17 strikeouts. That's yeah. the, that's the closest pitching performance to Kerry Wood. And uh, like we said earlier, Clemens did it twice. Wood did it once. Johnson did it once. Max Scherzer's done it once. And probably my favorite thing about that entire game was Derek Bell comes up to bat for the 20th strikeout. He throws him two nasty curveballs in the dirt, and Derek Bell drills a hole in the ground with his foot. He knew what was coming. Everybody in the stands knew it was coming. The announcers knew it was coming. Kerry Wood reams back. Chip Carey goes, and here comes the hook. What does he do? Throws him a curveball. What's he do? Swings, miss, 20 strikeout game. <laughs> it's by far the most perfect game Man, that's ever. That's crazy. Outside of a perfect game. So. Insane. May 6, 1998, 20-year-old Kerry Wood, 20 strikeout game. What uh, What's kind of your memory looking back? Like well, TV. I was six years old at the time. Because it, just to paint the picture of where I'm coming from is, you know, when I – 
when I go back and watch, you know, the 04 comeback, um, when I watch, you know, highlights from 07 or 13, like any of those moments where like, you know, big poppy smacks a clutch home run. Yeah. Um, which time, man? I get tingly, man. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Oh, man, I, I watched Kerry Woods. Tw- it was anniversary today. So, See, there's a Cuz fan. He watched the whole yeah. damn game. So I watched the whole <laughs> game, and when I hear Chip Carey saying, here comes the hook, it, it just talking about it gives me chills, man. It makes my hair stand up. It's it's by far – I mean, it's hard to say. Winning, winning the World Series was great, but that was a seven-game effort. One single game in the history of baseball, that is my favorite game that exists. Anybody oh, yeah. and you even asked me who my favorite player of all time is, it's Kerry Wood. Kerry Wood. I was six years old. I come home from school. My old man's sitting there watching that game. I tag along, he's telling me there's history going on. I think he'd already thrown sixteen strikeouts, which even at that point was absurd to do. We watched him throw twenty and Kerry Wood is my childhood hero. Uh, he always has been. Anytime anybody asks me my favorite baseball player, it's Kerry Wood. That one game and, and, you know, he had a few big games after that. If, if it wasn't for injuries in his career, I mean, th- he, he was compared to Nolan Ryan. He was from Texas. He threw heat. Oh, yeah. And he was just a, a stud, <laughs> man. And just for what he – two instances in my childhood, Kerry Wood, 20 strikeout game. And then also 1998, same season, Sosa McGuire home run race. The, that 1998 was by far the biggest year of my childhood. That was, that was huge. Yeah. And then, you know, incredible feat. I think you, you got it correct when – there's five, five dudes who've Throw had a 20, 20 strikeout game. Five, five scenarios, four people. Have four done people, it. yes. Correct. Correct. Clemens, Clemens, Clemens it twice. Clemens yep. two. twice. And then you have, you know, in the 20s of perfect games. Right. 20, um, 23 perfect games. Now, that just it, shows you how rare a 20 right. strikeout game is. And then here's my thing, though. When the hell's over the number 20? I, is it, Are we going to get 21? <laughs> I, I would yeah. say no. Like, what is up with that number 20? I, like, think of how, I know, how weird right? that is. Like, Clemens does it twice. Baseball's a game of numbers, man. For, for some reason, there for some reason, like there are seven guys that are not going to strike out. But Scherzer couldn't have got just one more, right? <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, what is it? And it Same way as Wood, I think Wood did it in 120 pitches, which I mean, that's a high pitch count, but that's really not. I mean, that's he, actually pretty. He could have faced. He could have for strikeouts. I mean, yeah. He definitely could have faced another batter, right? Because you got to think like. You know, most most major league pitchers, especially back then, yeah. like well, now. Well, for instance, one yeah, of Clemens' absolutely. twenty strikeout games, Clemens threw I think one hundred and fifty one pitches. Yeah, that's insane. Right, that's like, a whole other inning then, of pitching. Yeah, Easy. Back then, pitch counts were like, eh, ish. They pay a lot more attention to them now. Right. Oh, but yeah. Even but even now, like even that, like you, uh, there was a lot more. Like now, guys are are taught to like, pound the zone, north south. Right. You know. Well, chance, it, chance, and we all know they're, they're like a hundred pitches. That's kind of where you're at. You don't back then. You know, you're, you're there's rumors. Carrie, look, you're making Ryan. guys. You're making guys swing at anything. Right. Like, so he's not only is he like not just easing fastballs in there and like getting people to miss. You know, he's he's cranking curveballs. Like, you know, his arm. Like, it's hard to throw 120 pitches in a game. Oh yeah, dude, he could throw a 96 mile an hour slider. Yeah. You know how hard if that is on a hundred today. You're getting pulled. Yeah, right. unless you're in a no hitter or a well, game, or you, you got to be in a huge hard, that's, scenario. That's most teams, but you know, if you're David they're, Bell, you're pulling somebody with uh, after five innings or, after seventy six. Or if you're Dusty Baker, they're a buck fifty in, and <laughs> ah, he's got another inning in him. Yeah, just R.I.P. to Kerry Wood, Mark Pryor, an incredible feat on on this day in baseball. Definitely my favorite game ever. It's kind of funny that it happened on the day where you know Taylor. You said you recording. go back and watch games and get real tingly. Oh we can, yeah, we can. Uh, 
sit down and watch uh, Game Six of the ninety seventy five World Series if you want to. Hey, you know, I mean, that'll make that'll and make Buckner. That'll make you tingly. Listen, I mean, but then we can go watch. Then alive. we can go watch games. <laughs> then we can go watch Game Seven, and then let me reminisce on a Reds winning the World Series well, in my lifetime. You gotta have something. Well, I mean, not in my lifetime, but you, you know, you have. Yeah, to have but what's worse, that that or Buckner booting the ball against the Miracle Mets? I mean. Oof. That one's pretty. I think that's the one he will never watch again. Listen, I, I'm I'm serious. Like I'm glad I wasn't alive. Yeah. Like, well, I'll tell you one thing. You <laughs> you want to talk about heartbreak? I, I'm so, one, so you're saying if you were, you probably wouldn't be right now. Right. <laughs> I think I'm one of the few. Well, I don't know. I had some big heartbreak in '03 when the Cubs blew it to the Marlins. That. Whoa. That, that was tough. It's kind of weird, man. That season's more important, like more memorable to me than 2016. That's like, poor. Maybe it's because we got it done in 16. Like that was a huge. Sigh of relief. It's relief. Yeah, but I look at 03 and man, I, it's just one of those things where you you like so close. you thought the team had it and then they didn't have it and then and then Bartman and we won't go into that. But oh. I mean, but everyone always wants to blame Bartman. It's not Bartman's fault, man. I, that, I'm blaming that was Dusty one, Baker. That was one play. Hold on, that was one play. But you know, no, we're not going to go into this. Are we? No, well, I'm going to say this, and we'll, we'll move there's on. There's two. There's two things I'll talk about. That for one, Alex Gonzalez between his legs, right the between ne- his the, legs. the next pitch is a dribbler between shortstop Alex Gonzalez's legs, and honestly, at the point of the Bartman incident, I think Pryor was at like almost 140 pitches, and Dusty Baker's like, ah. Leave him in. That didn't, that didn't shake him. Let him go. Yeah. Let and and go. there went Mark Pryor's Bart, career. Bartman could be a whole uh, podcast episode. Oh, yeah. Going to- All right. Well, uh, I don't know if you you might have heard a knock at the door uh, during our recording. Um, it, just to fill people in, this is our first ever episode. Right. Uh, it's our first recording. Um my wife, my lovely wife, knew that I was recording this episode. Uh, we get a knock at the door. Pop, pop, pop. Um, Ethan goes to the door. What, what happens? Like, no one was there. Right. So, like, I looked out, and I was like, well, no one's here. So And Blake was like, UPS? Like, knock yeah, and I'm run. Yeah, I'm thinking, is there, is <laughs> yeah. there a package like, what there? The fuck? What? I was like, I didn't order anything. So, <laughs> and then I'm like, just, like, kind of half-assed, like, open the door, like, look out. Don't see nobody. And look on my porch, and what the fuck's sitting there? Three, Three smeared off ices. <laughs> oh, so my Apparently, wife. Apparently, since you can't ice anybody, uh, you know, in person, that's a fucking knock and <laughs> run. I mean, there's UPS in this, man. UPS icing around here. But my lovely wife did uh, leave. We just got ding dong ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ding dong ice. Yeah. Yeah. My lovely wife just ding dong iced us. And, and honestly, it, quite refreshing. Oh, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> it was cold. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out, wifey. Shout out, wifey. Thanks for the support. Brought to you by Shipley's Tavern. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Shout out Wavy, uh, Wifey. <laughs> shout out Shipley's. Um, but yeah, so uh, there, there is one thing that we do, you know, need to discuss. Um, recently, Trey Mancini wrote an article in the Players' Tribune announcing his uh, stage three colon cancer. Um, not, you know, really much to say here. Not really much to go into. No. All that, you know, needs to be said is that um, rivals, opponents, teammates, coaches, managers, um, fans, broadcasters. Uh, Trey, we're, we're all in your corner. Yeah, you yeah know, absolutely. As, as you fight, uh, we fight. Um, and, you know, given, you know, if, if there's no baseball season, you know, we would miss you. There is probably going to be a baseball season. We're going to miss you even more. Yeah, because he's not uh, playing this year. Young player. 28, 28 years old. He's practically our age. Yeah, young player who, who 
maybe you know got off to a late start. Um, was really starting to come yeah, into it. In yeah, he just had years. his breakout year last exactly. year. Um, and the Baltimore Orioles got got him a good one, honestly. Yeah, and, uh, he's a good kid. So really, all I want to say, you know, is just fight, fight like hell. You know, kind of like Stuart Scott said. Yeah, right. And when you get tired, he's in the fight of his life, man. Let other people fight for you. Yep. Yes, sir. And then get back up and fight again. Yep. Yeah, we're we in your corner, Trey. Absolutely. So thank you uh, for listening to us in this first ever episode. Stay tuned for episode two coming soon. We have a baseball season. We'll have great content. So we're we're pushing forward. Oh yeah, content, it's, video, audio. If you if you want to coming to you. If you're a beginner and you want to learn more about the game of baseball. You can watch us if you're an avid fan and you just want to hear us rambling on about baseball to, you know, miss and say you're not say your team doesn't have a game that day. You know, listen to the podcast. You know, it'll it'll fill your baseball needs. We're we're here to to bring content, entertainment, and absolutely, absolutely. We honestly just want to sit here and talk, really, because we all we all we all enjoy the game. Yeah, I think we're three buddies like to get around, drink beer, talk baseball. So. You get the Sit pleasure down, of listening to us. Drink a beer, listen to us, like, subscribe, share. Absolutely. All of it. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. 643 Podcast out.